Hey guys, this lesson we're going to be talking about signals in your Ruby application. So let's take a look at a quick example of a signal, uh, the interrupt signal, and we'll look at that in regards to the Rails server. So here Puma boots up, and the last message here it says use control C to stop. If we hit control C in our terminal, you'll see the control C character uh, uh, printed out here with the caret and a capital C, and then some messages from Puma. And what this is saying is it received the control C message from the operating system and that control C press uh, generated a signal that was sent to the process that says, hey, we wanna interrupt you from whatever you're doing. So um, let's take a look at how we can create and handle that in our own Ruby code. So we're gonna go and make a signals.rb file, open it up in VS code, and then we'll say while true do puts hello world. And if you save this and you run it with Ruby, you'll see that it goes and prints out hello world, we can hit control C and it interrupts our program. But it gives us this sort of error message output here where it says there's an interrupt from signals.rb in the puts method and uh, it's basically saying, hey, we were interrupted. We see that control C here uh, at the beginning, but this is not a friendly way to clean up. The operating system sent us a signal saying interrupt your program. Ruby saw that and said, okay, we're done and we will interrupt and quit. But you can actually in Ruby, listen to those signals and handle them your own way. So you can say signal.trap, the interrupt signal, You'll often see these online uh, with sig at the beginning. So sig int is the interrupt signal. And in Ruby, you would just say, we want to listen to int. And this is going to then take a block. And we can say puts, um, you know, shutting down or whatever else we might want to do. But really, we want to abort the process and have a error message here and say um, shutting down safely dot 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 so we can listen to that signal and when we hit control c now we get shutting down safely dot 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 and no message from ruby saying that we were interrupted our code here listens to that interrupt and then calls this block so effectively we are setting up a little callback uh block here so that ruby can catch the interrupt and then call this, and then we need to shut down safely. And so we can just abort uh, in our case. In the case of Puma, they would wait for the request to finish and then shut down uh, and do a little bit more work here instead. So control C is one example, but there are a couple others that I wanna show you. And let's, uh, let's leave a little message here. This is control C. We also have control backslash, which is going to send a different signal. We can listen to it, which is sig quit, and we'll say quitting dot dot dot. And if we save this and we rerun our application, we can say control backslash, and you'll see the word quitting printed out this time. So it's a different signal, kind of effectively is the same thing. We want to quit that process, and you can listen to that uh, as well. And we can even open up our Rails server and check to see does Puma listen to the control backslash. And here you see exiting. And it is uh, not going to actually go through the process of um, 
of safely shutting down with that signal. So it just says, okay, we are quitting immediately. And that is what SIG quit uh, is going to tell you. We don't want to just interrupt you when we want you to quit right now. All right. So then the other signal we're going to take a look at here is control Z. Um, and this is signal trap uh, T stop. And we'll have this one and we'll say like stopping dot, dot, dot. We can run our code as well. Control Z, stopping, dot, dot, dot. You'll notice that that did not print out uh, the caret C or caret Z in this case. Uh, it didn't do that. And we can also run the Rails server and see what it does in that case. So we'll boot it up and we get the suspended message here. So that one did print out the uh, control Z here. Um, but basically that is going to then suspend the process for us. And this is just an example of some of the ones that you can do. These are all like the standard ones in your terminal, um, but you can listen to any of the signals that are available and trap those and then run your code here. So this is pretty awesome. Um, and just a short little example of what you can do uh, with signals in your code. So you can run something uh, in a loop, like a server that just needs to listen indefinitely until you tell it to shut down. And there are different well, levels of enforcing the shutdown. You can say, hey, please shut down when it's convenient. You can say, hey, quit immediately. And you can suspend it with that T, uh, TSTP signal as well. Now, there are a ton of signals that can come from Linux, uh, either this document from Northern Illinois University or University of Cambridge. Um, both of these have a really good list and descriptions of these things. Um, and so you can see, too, if they are POSIX compliant or not. Um, so some of these, like a power supply failure, SIG power is going to work on some systems, but maybe not all. Um, and so these ones that are all standardized in Linux will be the ones you probably want to pay attention to. Um, one useful thing here is like SIG int says control C is how it can get triggered. Uh, SIG quit is triggered by control backslash um, from the keyboard. And down here, SIG stop or TSTP is uh, basically the same thing for those two uh, triggered by a control Z. And so if you're in a terminal uh, it's going to trigger one of those. So um, these lists are super handy if you want to see, you know, what if if you get error messages in a honey badger or something like that, and it says there was a SIG HUP, you might have a process that was in the middle of a network connection that got hung up on and you ended up with a SIG HUP or something like that. Um, all kinds of useful stuff in here. Uh, to poke around with. So that's it for this lesson. We can use signal.trap in Ruby to catch those operating system signals that are sent to our Ruby process, and then we can determine how we want to shut down. We can do this safely. Like if we're in Puma, we want to finish those requests instead of just cutting them off and having that connection um, hung up on in the middle of. We can actually finish those, but stop receiving new requests and little things like that. So um, this is super duper useful if you ever need to listen to your Linux system 
signals. So that's it for this episode. We will be talking more in the future about this stuff where we can talk about um, exit codes and at exit and things like that as well. But I wanted to show you this uh, because it's something you use every day when you're using your Rails server, but you probably didn't realize it. So you can use this in your own code now for listening to any of those interrupts and doing some uh, safe shutdowns.